Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for December 21st, 2020. Today we're going to look at the teams in the Pacific Division in the Western Conference and get a feel for what we expect for the 2021 season. Our first bit of news today is Giannis Antetokounmpo re-signs with the Milwaukee Bucks for a five-year, $228 million Supermax extension. And this is the largest contract in NBA history. You know, this is great news for small markets and great news for the Milwaukee Bucks. But if you are a fan of the Toronto Raptors, Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks, etc., Golden State Warriors, any team that it sounded like could have had an opportunity to get Giannis, it's, it's, it's a bit disappointing. But you know what? I really commend Giannis and, you know, the loyalty he's shown Milwaukee and the front office there and what they've reciprocated for him building really strong teams you know signing strong players trading good players um, signing Mike Budenholzer although I know he's not super popular in Milwaukee right now after kind of flaming out in the last two playoffs but you know this is a good deal for both sides and ultimately I think it's positive for the NBA you know it's it's kind of crappy seeing all these super teams we've seen lately and and this is kind of a good trend in the right direction where we don't have like five all-stars on one team so not much to add here but um yeah congrats to both sides all right our next bit of news here is the nba has launched an investigation into the jerry west la clippers allegations surrounding the Kawhi leonard acquisition in summer 2019 so I'm going to get a bit of a brief summary here, guys, because this is a big kind of situation, but we will hopefully talk about this more as the story develops. So just quickly here, I'll go over it. Essentially, Kawhi Leonard was on the Toronto Raptors. They won their championship June 2019. Free agency opens sometime in July or August. You know, throughout the whole season, the LA Clippers front office is kind of attending Raptors games and trying to get Kawhi Leonard's attention. Previously in this year and the year before while he's on San Antonio, we are whisperings that he wants to go to Los Angeles, either the Clippers or the Lakers anyways. So this is kind of a minor issue of tampering. The real issue here is Johnny Wilkes has filed a suit against Jerry West, an executive for the Clippers, alleging he was supposed to be paid $2.5 million for helping push Kawhi Leonard towards the franchise. So this is obviously immediately tampering and way outside expected of the collective bargaining agreement here. We also have some reports that Kawhi Leonard's uncle slash agent, I guess, Dennis Robertson, may have been given compensation outside of the collective bargaining agreement, whether that be like houses, money, vehicles, like anything outside what would be expected for an agent to get, he may have gotten essentially. The probably, probably not the best way to actually explain this situation, I apologize, but we will absolutely talk about this more as the story develops. All right, moving on, we have the Pacific Division today. And the first team we'll be looking at is the Los Angeles Clippers. So the LA Clippers will be starting Patrick Beverly at point guard, Paul George at shooting guard, Kawhi Leonard at small forward, Marcus Morris Sr. at power forward, and Sergi Baca at center. So really the main story with this team, guys, is what they can actually do in the playoffs. Their last season record was 49-23. and They were the second seed in the Western Conference. We know how good this team is in the regular season. You know, really the main players they've lost, Landry Shamet and Montrez Harrell, 
are pretty much immediately replaced with Serge Ibaka and Luke Kennard. Like, that is completely lateral for me. You know, no real loss there. Maybe even a bit better. I kind of rate Serge Ibaka higher than Montrez Harrell just because of his interior defense. You know, and also they've added Nick Batum, you know, who was waived by the Charlotte Hornets. So what's let's see what he can do in a much reduced role on this team. Besides that, this team is very similar to what we're seeing last year. Um, they've hired they've hired a new coach, sorry. So they've they fired Doc Rivers or left on mutual terms and hired Tyron Lue, who was kind of known as a player's coach, someone who could kind of relate to the players and get them all on the same page, regardless of the personalities on board. So really not much more to cover on this LA Clippers team. We know what they're capable of. We just need to see them execute it in the playoffs. Regular season record anywhere from first to third in the Western Conference was probably the best guess. Now we have the Phoenix Suns who will be starting Chris Paul at point guard, Devin Booker at shooting guard, Jay Crowder at small forward, Dario Saric at power forward, and DeAndre Ayton at center. Expectation going into this season, playoffs. They won their eight bubble games, which was fantastic. They missed maybe like 30 games of Aiton last year or something like that. I think he tested positive for PEDs. Um, Actually, I know he did. I just don't know how many games he actually missed. And that was huge for him, right? And I know adding Chris Paul on this team is only going to make them that much better than before. They've lost a little bit of depth. They've lost Kelly Oubre, Frank Kaminsky, Aaron Baines. But this isn't a depth team. This is a team that needs to be good one through five with like two or three bench players and can make that playoff run. Going into this season, we have a new rule that we got or a new, I guess, an added. It's not a rule, but basically the ninth and tenth teams pre-qualify for the playoffs and they and they kind of do that inter-tournament with the seventh and eighth seed. So the winners of those games actually qualify for the playoffs, which we saw in the bubble last year. And I'm, I believe they're moving that into this year. So even if they end up ninth, they still have the opportunity to make the playoffs. But this team should be in that seventh, eighth range by the end of the season. All right, next up we have the Sacramento Kings who will be starting De'Aaron Fox at point guard, Buddy Heald at shooting guard, Harrison Barnes at small forward, Marvin Bagley at power forward, and Hassan Whiteside at center. It's really, you know, I feel bad for this team because, you know, they're always making, it's kind of like they're always getting a little bit better, but they never get rewarded because the West is such a deep conference and they can never really like, like there's just no room for failure, right? Like, Last year, they didn't make the playoffs. The year before, they kind of made that little push where it's like, oh, we they, we could have seen them make it, and they kind of dropped out at the end. And it's like, like this is a solid basketball team, but will they make the playoffs? No chance. Like, there's just no chance in this Western Conference this Sacramento team makes the playoffs. I mean, they're going to... Last year's record, 31-41, and 41, 12th seed in the Western Conference. Like... They honestly might even do worse despite having kind of a similar team. They've lost Kent Bazemore, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Harry Giles III. So they've lost kind of solid role players, I guess. I mean, Bojan Bogdanovich was actually... I keep messing them up, sorry. Hopefully you know who I'm referring to. There's two guys in the NBA with like basically the same name. But the guy who was on the Kings and who signed for the Atlanta Hawks... So they've lost some depth. Buddy Heald wasn't starting for a while, so now he's going to be back into the starting lineup. You know, hopefully we'll get a full season of Marvin Bagley. He's missed a lot of time in this league. I don't know. It's just tough. It's just tough for the Kings. I feel. I really feel bad for the fans, and I, and I feel bad that 
you guys always look like you have a solid team, but it's like it, you never get rewarded for it. But either way, moving on to our next team, we have the Los Angeles Lakers, our 2019-2020 NBA champions. So here we go. Point guard, they're going to be starting LeBron James. Shooting guard, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Small forward, Wesley Matthews. Power forward, Anthony Davis. Center, Mark Gasol. And they'll also have some key bench players in Dennis Schroeder, Markeith Morris, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, who kind of swapped sides there, going from the Clippers to the Lakers. And this is just a perfect example of the rich staying rich and getting richer, right? Like, who did they lose here? Danny Green, whose kind of ability fell off a cliff last year. He was horrendous. No offense. I mean, he was good on the Raptors. He had a couple good seasons on the Spurs. He could not shoot the three to save his life on the Lakers. But, I mean, I guess he didn't really need to. They won the chip anyways. They lost Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo, who was a solid playmaker, Avery Bradley. But, like, this team has only gotten better from last year. Like, they kind of, like, lost kind of, I don't want to say below average bench players, but, like, just, like, kind of just average bench players and added in above average bench players. Like, I'll take Schroeder over Rondo any day of the week. I'll take Matthews over Danny Green. I'll take Gasol over Dwight Howard. I'll take Montrez Harrell over whoever. Like, this team has only just gotten a lot better, and they can actually, you know, I feel like this team will mesh really well as well. Keeping Frank Vogel as the head coach, you know, they were first in the Western Conference last year. I don't see how they drop out of the top two. So, good job for the Lakers front office. All right, and our final team in the Pacific Division, guys, is the Golden State Warriors and probably the toughest team to actually analyze in this division. So we have Steph Curry at point guard, Andrew Wiggins at shooting guard, Kelly Oubre Jr. at small forward, Draymond Green at power forward, and James Wiseman at center. And the reason this team is so difficult to actually analyze is because there's so many wild cards on this team. So obviously they lost Clay to injury in this offseason. He got injured during like a training tryout or something or just an average workout, which is so sad to hear. But hopefully some guys can step up in their place. Andrew Wiggins is kind of like just like a high volume scorer, but is there much else he can do? Kelly Oubre is actually a solid player, and I'm interesting to see how he'll do on this team. Draymond Green, who had a really bad season last year, and I don't know if that was due to motivation-wise, due to him just aging or what, but like, it seems to me that Draymond Green only can perform on a team he expects will do well, and I don't know if this team will do well. Like, this might kind of be the tail end of the Golden State Warriors' reign, which is so sad to hear. They've also added James Wiseman, who was the number two pick in the 2020 draft. He's really exciting and completely bolsters their team. I'm actually very intrigued to see how he'll fit in the NBA. They've added some bench players. They've added Kelly Oubre, Kent Bazemore, Brad Wanamaker from the Boston Celtics. The only player they've really lost is Alec Burks. They've kept Eric Pascal and Kevin Looney. It's just so hard to analyze this team, right? Like, everyone else in the Western Conference has gotten a little bit better or stabilized from last year. And this Golden State Warriors team, like, they've gotten a little bit better, but, you know, with Draymond getting a little bit worse, Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre, like, kind of fitting awkwardly into this team. Stephen Curry is still Stephen Curry. Like, he will 
be a good basketball player. But I don't know. Like, I want to say this team can make the playoffs, but with very highly motivated teams in this conference right now, we have the Phoenix Suns who desperately, desperately want to make the playoffs. You know, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers, like, there's so many teams that really, I think, will want it more than the Warriors, and that's why I don't think the Warriors will make the playoffs. I honestly, I don't know if they'll finish 15th, like the worst team in the conference, but maybe like 11th would be good for them. I don't have much to add on this Warriors team. You know, I might look like an idiot in four months and they be like the fifth seed in the West. They're really hard to predict. That, that's all I'm going to say on this team. That's all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to a special episode on Tuesday, December 22nd, when we'll go over the Southwest Division. Thanks for listening.